I don't care about copyright today. I thought it was only fitting to add this intro to our show today. You are listening to Going Commando. I'm indeed your host, Tank Rodriguez, and joined with me is uh, Doctor. Oh no, not Doctor. It's Dirty Derek. I was a doctor earlier. I'm getting, I'm getting dirty, dirty up in here now. Well, yeah. So we got, we got Dirty, Dirty Derek. How you doing, sir? Pretty good, man. How you doing? I'm um, good, man. Oh, you know, it's a bit, a bittersweet day. Uh, but I'm doing all right. What about you, Jimothy James Dean? How you doing? Uh, sup, sup, sup. I mean, you know, it's a, you know, it's a day. It's a There's day. some bad news, obviously, which I'm sure you're going to talk about. Yeah, so, you know, yeah. but yeah. otherwise, man, just it's hard for me to be. In, it's it's been a rough day. Work is quite stressful. Just all sorts of stuff. But uh, it's hard for me to be in a bad mood this time of year, truly. So, uh, yeah. but yeah, yeah. So we did get some bad news today for fans of the rock and roll. Yeah, and it, it, it's it's pretty uh, on point with the action movies. Uh, I'm, there's been tons, tons of movies that have used uh, music from Van Halen, and yeah, uh, I, I personally like to say that my 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 favorite use of Van Halen, just personally, um, is uh, everybody wants some from uh, Better Off Dead yeah, with Dan Cusack yeah. in the uh, the animation hamburger scene. It was always my favorite. So I literally that was the first one that came to mind. <laughs> it's and very memorable. Mine was. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Mine was little Nikki. <laughs> but you know, it's okay. Yeah, I like that movie. It's it's probably Adam Sandler. Hey man, I've said it before, but you know Popeye's chicken is the shit. If you, get, if you get a pair of binoculars or have a the biggest TV in the world, you can see me in the basketball stands of little Nikki. You, uh, you never said that. Yeah, Chuck yeah. never told us that. You've yeah, never told us that. that. Yeah, I'm in. I'm in Little Nicky for. I mean, I mean, you can't. See, we're so where, small. Where can we see that but on your IMDb page? Exactly. <laughs> I need to add my other uh, my other roles, but okay. it was like we sat there fake cheering for like four hours. We got the grossest uh, ham and cheese sandwich with no dressing on it. You didn't even get Popeye's chicken because I feel like no, that would do. No, no, there was no Popeye's chicken. No matter that it is the shiznit, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. That's awesome, man. I'm going to purposely watch Little Nicky now again. Uh, well, We're super high up, so. Okay, man. Do All right, you, what, what's the, what's the minute there? Oh, what's, your, to talk Timothy. what's up? What's, the, what's the, the minute marker on there? I'm sure you know it. <laughs> oh, I have. Like, I, I didn't even. I saw it in the theater when it came out, and I've never seen it again. <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, so we, we lost Eddie Van Halen today. You know, a little uh, a side quest uh, to, to, to action movies. But, uh, but yeah, no, de- definitely hit, hit hit home. Definitely did a lot of uh, did a lot of justice for me growing up as far as rocking out. Uh, definitely yeah, will yeah. be missed. Uh, but moving on to happier, happier, happier news. Uh, or happier things, I should say. I, I did watch uh, some trailers today. Um, I got a few, I got three of them. I'm not sure if you have the same ones as me, uh, Derek. Uh, but I, I saw Arch Enemy with uh, Joe uh, Manganiello. Yeah, Manganiello. Yeah, my friend. Yeah, so it, it, it's uh, about uh, it's a superhero movie. There's actually a lot of superhero movies uh, 
that are not like Marvel and DC that are coming out, I've yeah. noticed. Yeah. Uh, but he, he claims to be a superhero from another dimension who fell through time and space to Earth, where he has no powers. No one believes the stories except for a local tea named Hamster. It actually looks really good, though. I'm really excited to see yeah. that. Um, if it's it, like a less annoying version of Hancock. That's, that's exactly that's exactly what I thought. It's like this is like the adult version of what Hancock should have been. Um, I'm interested to see if like, at the end of the movie he does get like his powers. He finds some way to do it. Um, you know, uh, but it actually looked really good. Uh, the second uh, the second one that I saw was uh, Mortal. I had Nat Wolf. Uh, I've never heard of him. Uh, but yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. So it's a fantasy adventure origin story about a young man discovering he has godlike powers based on ancient Norwegian mythology. Uh, for me, it looked like a superhero origin movie again. Uh, he has like fire and lightning powers, and the, of course, like the government tries to stop him. Uh, your typical blueprint of a uh, origin story uh, with the man with superpowers. Um, looks good. I, I mean, I, I put uh, Arch Enemy over it uh, to, to be a better movie. Uh, the last one I saw was eh. Uh, it was called The 355 uh, with Jessica Chastain, uh, Lupita Nyong'o. Um, but it, it's a it's five women band together to stop a, a global organization from acquiring a weapon that could thrust the teetering world into total chaos. Uh, eh, it looked good. It's all right. So I, uh, I did see Arch Enemy. Um, yeah, really excited about that. It, you know, I, I kind of wondered watching it, like, is this guy, like, is he really a superhero? Is he like uh, a crazy person that thinks he's a superhero that's like helping these kids? Um, I'm kind of interested to see that the route that they, I'd watch it either way. Um, I'm kind of interested to see that the route that they go with it. It's got a, it's got Dennis as a bad guy. <laughs> so uh, sign me up already. Um, you know, he's already creepy. So now he's like an official bad guy uh, territory. Um, I, I did watch the, uh, the Nat Wolf, uh, mortal uh, a while back um I kinda, you know it, he's kind of hit or miss for me uh, oh i i just got something like that he's got a weird face i don't know it throws me off a little bit but uh but uh yeah it seems like a cool concept it reminds me a little bit of uh less found footage but kind of reminds me of like that movie chronicle a little bit um kind of discovering powers for the first time. Like, what does he do with them? Um, the other one I, I heard about, but I did not watch the, the trailer for yet. Um, so, uh, but I like Jessica Chastain and, and uh, Lupe, yeah, Lupita Nago. Uh, gonna mispronounce your name. So I'm not gonna try. Um, there are two other movies that I, I did hear about this week that I thought would interest you gentlemen. Um, there is a, a new Nicolas Cage, yes. Frank Guerrero yep. movie called... Sign me uh, up. I don't care. Sign me you, up. <laughs> you get to about sci-fi uh, ninjas fighting aliens. Yep. Sold. Yeah. You know, I was like, hot damn. Hot damn. Thank, thank you uh, to my buddy Mike Nick for pointing that out. Uh, good call. It's got uh, Ricky Yoon in there, too. So got a pretty pretty good cast in there. Was this um, last movie oh, a sci-fi um, that one yeah, with Tommy Chong in there. Oh uh, well, yeah, that was uh, the oh, uh, the color out of space. Yeah, based off the HP Lovecrafts. Uh, yeah, well, yes, it, it's sci-fi horror. It's it's HP Lovecraft. So, okay. but yeah. And uh, did you guys also know uh, this was kind of put in our like internal workrooms? But uh, there was uh, our, our kind of a remake, pseudo remake with Michael Jai White of uh, Sudden Death called Welcome to Sudden Death. 
uh, I'm going to talk about it tonight because I watched it before. Shut up. Uh, did you really? Yes. Uh, oh God. We'll talk about it. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, I just watched the preview, so I did not watch it. I didn't actually realize it was even out yet um, for, to watch. So. First up, r- real quick, because uh, I also hate Nat Wolf's face. I don't know what it is. He just very has a very punchable, unlikable face. Also, uh, there's been all these movies recently that are sort of like movies and TV shows that are sort of like based off of Norse mythology. Uh, like modern, like people either discovering that they're relative, like just all of there's a show on Netflix. It's, it's actually a Scandinavian show called Ragnarok. Um, uh, I'm forgetting all I there was one I saw at Walmart with some movie, some low budget. It's like, I don't know. I, as a kid, I grew up loving Norse mythology. Uh, uh, all this, all the uh, uh, mythologies specifically, but Greek and, and Norse mythology I always loved, but just weirdly that they're coming out. But uh, let me just say. Joe Manganiello is a goddamn national treasure. The dude is one of the most handsome. He's six six. He's handsome as shit. He's. A, I think he's a great act. Like a, I'll say he's a very good actor. I like uh, him. He's also he's also really can play comedy. I do not understand why he's not in more movies. But I, and the movie some of the movies he's in he, are terrible. But it's not because of him. Well, I forget what well, that sabotage. Well, well, if, if your wife was Sophia Varga, would you want to go on six month shoots for movies, right. or would you be selective about it? Well, plus, he just stayed home playing D and D, which I can respect. Um, yeah, yeah. Sh- shout out to uh, shout out to my uh, my uh, my buddy uh, uh, Justin Sirois. Uh Shout out to Justin. He he does uh, a lot of art, uh, RPG uh, like dice and materials. He's he's got a great company out of Baltimore, and uh, and uh, Joe Meganello uh, has showcased some of his stuff on uh, on his shows. So uh, yeah, he definitely is a is a Fan of the D and D, so awesome. It. It, to, to crossbreed over to the uh, the stable of studs wrestling show, uh, a, a, a bad guy known as MJF posted a picture of uh, him uh, in a post workout uh, with some sick gains. I must admit, you know, uh, saying like, "I don't play D and D," and then Joe. Uh, tweeted back said I do, <laughs> yeah. and Joe Manganiello could squash Fuck fucking yeah. MJF. I said like he was seeing him in person. He's a nor- first off, him and Sofia Vergara in person are just mind blowing. But uh, yeah, in fact, I, I, I love. There's a Joe Manganiello was in, on an episode of Raw where he was sitting next to Arnold Schwarzenegger and Triple H, and he dwarfed Dang. both of them, which yeah. is insane. But um, That's a big dude. I is a big handsome slice of man. Um, but real quick, I do want to talk about why you're talking about trailers. Uh, as a uh, as a resident Godzilla uh, nut, uh, I did hear today that Netflix is doing a Godzilla anime. So he's getting his own Ooh. Netflix anime, which I'm excited about. Uh, so he's appeared in some animes, in fact, and he had his own this uh, uh, this Netflix three part like like almost like movies that. Uh, are controversial, we'll say, but this is just going to be a, a straight up Godzilla, like you know, I guess weekly anime or like a- episodic anime. So I'm excited about that. Uh, but yeah, that's all I had to add. All right, very, very cool. Yeah, hopefully, uh, James, I know it's a, it's a, it's a sore spot for you, so I won't, I won't uh, bring it in. But hopefully, they they don't uh, set it up, make it a really great show, and then cancel it like they did. Glow, thanks a lot, Netflix. <laughs> That was the biggest bummer, man. Like, yeah, telling you, like, twenty twenty couldn't get worse. You couldn't wait till twenty twenty one to pull that shit on us. Come on, dude. Twenty twenty, what? Twenty twenty took Glow and Eddie Van Halen from us. Like, man, it's just it's getting you suck. At this you point. suck. Twenty twenty. 
You suck. 2020 is now like this thing. Like it's not even, it's not even a year. It's just a thing. Like everything gets blamed on 20. It's like the gremlin on the plane. Like, yeah, uh, that's 2020. They right at it again. You're doing something else stupid. Do you know what else sucked uh, in 2020? What? The movie Welcome to Sudden Death. Oh, okay. Let's talk. Let's talk about it. Great. What we watch this week. Great, great segue. Yeah. Why don't you start off? Because uh, this sounds interesting. So I am a huge Michael Jai White fan. I've uh, I've long wanted him to do more. Um, you know, he's a interesting guy. Like he seems like you know. I even just enjoy interviews with him because he has a very interesting perspective, and um, I think he's talented. Uh, he's 53, which he's older than I thought. I knew he wasn't a spring chicken because he's been around for a while, but didn't realize he was 53. Well, he was in Spawn, right? So that was a while, that was a while ago, right? Yep. Exactly. Um, so I, I don't know if it is a... Why would you remake... Of all the movies to remake, Sudden Death, but... Uh, time, time Cop. <laughs> and, um, but Michael Jai White... I mean, it's basically... Michael Jai White plays... He's a former, uh, like say what he is but he's basically a former military badass and they give you that they show you this from the opening five minute sequence where he's like basically like a p like a prisoner of war but he breaks out and just kicks a bunch of uh, wholesale ass on these uh you know nameless terrorists or whatever but uh uh and it, it, the whole movie looks like they spent five bucks on it um and that's being generous um take that a real hockey game but dude, it's so. B- I I was hoping to like it because I like Michael J. White. Now, something was going to be a f- dumb fun. He's been a, in a bunch of uh, re- in the last few years. Some some like movies that aren't great, but they're fun. Um, but this was just so bad. All the kid like the kids who play his his like I totally understood what they were going for. Um, but they just it's so poorly written. It's so poorly acted. Um, the two kids that play his like son and daughter are obnoxious and they're not, they're not like cute and they're not funny. They're just like these two dickhead kids who are just annoying. And I just was like, you, just no. want, you want the terrorists to take them. Like, Dude, why, are you, why uh, are you trying to save them? Just leave. There's this, uh, there's this guy, he plays like the janitor. Like, so Michael J. White, like, you know, he was in the military. Now he's work. He's like got a new job. He's working as the security guard at a like, local like hockey arena. Um, the guy who plays the janitor there is apparently some comedian who, who in like 2008 got ser- funniest serviceman of the year award or something. He's like, a f- I don't know, but he's one of the least funny, most annoying film characters I've ever seen. Um, the whole movie is just the shits. All the people that play the, the fucking <laughs> the terrorists are fucking wet, hot diarrhea. Like I sat through the movie and by like 30 minute mark, I began hate watching it. Like where I'm like, I fucking, I'm, gonna, I'm just enjoying how much I hate this movie in the action, which is Michael J. White's specialty. Action hero. The action sequences were boring. were stupid. Um, it, they were all inspired. They were all filmed terribly. Uh, I was so disappointing. Like, you know, there was a time where I was like, Michael J. White should basically be the new Blade. I was like, like, like you know, Wesley Snipes is still cool, but he's at the age where I'm like, maybe he's too old. Uh, now I'm just like, fuck it, just give it, give it back to Wesley. Like, <laughs> Michael J. White should be punished for making this movie. But um, yeah, it's garbage. It's straight up garbage. Like, I literally have nothing. Who's the uh, what's who's the what's the name of the the comedian uh, the comedian janitor that's in there? Like, he's got a real white guy name. 
I forget Pat, Pat like, Peter Shelley or something. Like Hold on, I'll take Gus, it right now. Gus or Job? Job? I think it's Job. Yeah. Oh yeah, he looks like a schmuck. Gary Owen. Yeah, that's it. He's like a comedian. <laughs> yeah. Oh. So he was named funniest serviceman in America in 1997. Oh boy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he is hot trash to the max. Uh, he's been on a lot. Of, he's a white guy, but he's been on a lot of BTE stuff. When he was in Daddy Daycare, Little Man. Yeah, he's a uh, he's he's also ironically enough start. He started with a uh, or starting with a uh, Michael Jai White in Undercover Brother Two. Oh my god! That's, so he's really getting his comedic chops in with uh, with Michael Jai. You know, just kind of following his his footsteps. So I'm so disgusted by everything. But yeah, he should never. <laughs> He should not only should he never have another like acting <laughs> job ever. He should just never have another. That guy should end up penniless on the streets. Um, so you sorry, will, Gary Owen, but you're you will die at a pauper's grave. Like literally, it's rare that I, even if something's terrible, I can sort of like appreciate for what it is. But I would this was it was making me angry. It was so insipid. So I watched that, uh, and then I watched a bunch of. Just random old action films, um, but somehow again, I've talked about. I've just been on this weird. I, I've been watching all these Jackie Chan movies, but one that I've haven't seen in a long time, just because I remember being it. You know, I wasn't as big of a fan as as I was of his like Hong Kong stuff, but um, was uh, Battle Creek Brawl, which is his first American produced film um, by uh, uh, which was directed by. Um, Mark L. Lester who went on to do like Commando and legitimate movies um, but at the time when I first saw it you know as a kid I was like oh, this movie's kind of boring but I, I actually really I enjoyed it much more like in fact his acting and it was his first his uh, first American produced film and it was actually the first time you ever heard Jackie Chan speak English even he never like up until this point he had never dubbed his own you know voice in English for like films released in Asia always and somebody else do it um so but it was really good it was really interesting and like they have a bunch of really like legitimate old badass dudes like uh judo Jean LaBelle and you know all these like legitimate like and it's funny too because they were all like the tough guys in this movie these they weren't like you know necessarily like you know uh you know, the, a lot of these guys were just like fat, old, tough guys, like kind of like those dudes that were like, you know, were big and strong looking, but not like gym rats, guys that just look like, you know, that angry dude that lives on your street. Uh, um, but it was good. But one thing I didn't know about it was watching it. I was watching it. And I'm like, oh, some of this looks kind of familiar. And I kept thinking it's supposed to take place. The first part was supposed to play, take place in Chicago. And then later it takes place in Battle Creek, Texas. But I was like, for some reason, I was just assuming they filmed it in L.A. But I was like, oh, this looks really. Oh, I'm like, that area looks familiar. Well, come to find out the whole movie was filmed in San Antonio. Which I no never way. knew. Yeah. So Battle Creek, you can see it. You can see a bunch of San Antonio landmarks. Um, hey, but yeah. So. Um, that's really all I wanted to talk about. I, I watched a bunch of middle of the road action films we don't need to talk about, though. So. <laughs> hey, pretty cool. Um, yeah, I, I kind of did the same thing. Um, I, I watched a couple uh, a couple movies in, in preparation for tonight's conversation. So I watched uh, well, one movie we'll talk about, which is a uh, super with Rain Wilson. Um, which you know, it's a pretty it's a pretty good uh, average Joe uh, tries to be a superhero dark comedy. It's got Kevin Bacon in it. Um, so Liv Tyler. Um, 
not a bad movie. Some some good violence in that movie too. So Ray Wilson, Dwight kicking ass uh, with a big wrench and doing it's it. Very um, uh, very uh, funny and actually very gory. Wait, what? What, what was super, that? It's called Super. Super. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We'll dig dig into it in a moment. I'll uh, talk about it tonight. Um, I also watched. Uh, oh, what was the other one I watched? Escaping. Oh, I watched Fight Club. Uh, I hadn't seen Fight Club in a while, so I'm like, you know what? I'll uh, watch a little Tyler Durden. Um, you know, I, I always like Fight Club. I, you know, I actually read the uh, the graphic novel too of the uh, the, the follow up sequel sequel uh, to Fight Club. Um, I'm actually really surprised that's not a movie they actually made a uh, they made into a sequel. Um, Seems to you know be one of those movies that's got a, got some cult infamy in, in the public. People tend to love that movie. Um, but uh, I did watch a new uh, new series. Uh, good friends of mine pointed out it's called the uh, it's on HBO. It's called the Beforeners. If you watch that, it's a Nor- Nordic uh, sci-fi drama, and it's basically about these uh, these people that come from different periods of the past to this Nordic town of Ice- Oslo, uh, basically trying to like seek refuge, and uh, it kind of tells a tale of their like where they came from and you know how they got there and the reason for it so we'll give too much away but um if you like a good uh good slow burn sci-fi like drama uh it's a good one to check out if you don't mind subtitles so we're pretty decent acting in there uh pretty good storyline they only have one season but uh it's available on hbo if people want to check it out but it was a it was a good recommendation so it was a, something new that I, I tried to watch uh this week and speaking of trailers, the other uh, the other trailer, ironically enough, after I, I uh, went on YouTube and I looked up uh, Arch Enemy, <laughs> this uh, other trailer for this movie called uh, uh, Chick Fight with uh, Marlene Ackerman and uh, Bella Thorne and uh, Alec Baldwin <laughs> came up. Uh, it, it's kind of like, uh, reminds me a little bit of uh, if you take Here Comes the Boom and you replace it with women, you sprinkle a little bit of Fight Club in there, and then like also a little Miss Congeniality uh, with uh, what's his name, uh, Alec Baldwin, trying to teach Marley Ackerman to fight. Uh, that's what you have, and it's basically like, uh, God, like you know, uh, it, it was it was kind of funny. I was kind of laughing to myself though, because I'm like, you know, I look, I don't I don't condone people getting punched in the face, but if Bella Thorne gets punched in the face by anybody, um, I uh, I don't mind it. <laughs> <laughs> at, at, at all uh she's also another person that annoys the ever-loving shit out of me um sorry about that i'm sure you're a very nice person i doubt it but um <laughs> <laughs> needless to say um yeah, yeah most of the movies she's in usually have some type of gratuitous of violence towards her so i'm like well you know what maybe maybe it's just the industry trying to tell you something <laughs> but that's right uh, but anyways yeah I, it, it looked very uh very interesting and definitely a direct video <laughs> type movie so i was like oh, why is this following this trailer but it did <laughs> so i watched it and got a laugh out of it so it sounds like it's right up there with uh that movie we watched with uh i'm surprised michael jai white's not in it and that guy named gary owen gary owen Bop, yeah, gary yay. owen pop, pop it up yay gary hey i like gary owen hey. uh um, you know i i yeah, I'll probably never mind. I'll probably talk about it on, uh, on the horror show about a trailer that I saw that I was kind of disappointed in. But yeah, we'll save it for the horror show. Uh, Are you talking about your your? Yeah, you talking man. about the, the witches? Yeah, you talking about the witches? I didn't like it. I didn't like it at all. But we'll save that conversation for later. All right. Um, 
Perfect. But hey, guys, because you're not gonna take it. You're not gonna take no goddamn well, yeah, no, rip off. <laughs> That's the second time I've done that on the past two shows. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Thanks for singing too, Jimothy. Um, got it. But a quick question. That's the theme of time. You know, I got a question for you guys. Um, yeah. Has there ever been a moment in your life just to where? Because y'all are both good, swell gentlemen. You know. Uh, y'all, y'all are y'all are looked up looked up at in society is as go to good guy people. Has it ever? Oh, has, it, has it ever? Has it ever? You know, in, in a situation to where you just had enough and you just had your breaking point. Um. Wow, that's that's a good question. Um, the reason so, I ask. Oh, go ahead. I'm just playing. <laughs> well, you know, truth truth be told, uh, when I when I was younger, I. Uh, I, I tend to be a little bit of a scrapper, and I uh, <laughs> kind of like getting into fights. Um, oh, wow. But you know, and, and as an adult, uh, obviously, yeah, I know it's a capricious youth. Um, but um, as as an adult, yeah, man, I've, I've had I've had those moments. I, I feel like I feel like twenty twenty as a whole is just the epitome of this uh, this whole conversation about like you you don't think people can like snap but uh we're like hey i've had enough but man if 2020 is ever going to get anybody to the point of doing that it is going to be this year it's going to be that grim one on the plane i am and, tired uh, of these motherfucking snakes on this motherfucking plane, motherfucking yeah, plane. i'm tired of this motherfucking mess in this motherfucking covid uh, <laughs> but wear your mask people seriously don't don't believe the present yeah um so yeah but <laughs> it leads us See to, you, to our topic today of of good guys you know, is it good guys gone bad or good guys at the breaking point? It's just guys who have had enough. Like, you say, you know what? I'm sick of this bullshit and I'm going to do something about it. And, you know, so this came up. So this came up, uh, you know, last time we talked because, you know, we talked about uh, you said how much I really appreciate, uh, you know, the movie Falling Down, man, because, uh, you know, that's such a good uh Michael Douglas movie, and uh, yeah, that's that takes you know, uh, yeah, maybe a, a decent guy snapping to like to the, to the brink. But I realize there's a lot of movies out there that like, hey man, they're they're just guys, they're, they're people who've had enough, and they uh, and they're having a shit day, and they don't not taking it no more. Uh, and also got me thinking, you know, this would be be a good subject. I feel like this is a good subject for for 2020, uh, especially after today with. Eddie friggin' Van Halen. Thanks a lot, 2020. Suck a dick. Um, suck a dick. Suck all the things. I gotta get you, before we start, I gotta get uh, Jimothy a, a soundbite of him saying suck a dick. That way I can uh, use that as a <laughs> as a preset button. Anyway, yes. I'm happy, yes, I'm happy to do that for you. Awesome. I'm happy to record it for you. Um, but yeah, I, you know, falling down is just a good example of that. Uh, you know, where a guy is just, he's, he's just had enough, man. He's just had a, had a shit day and he is not, he has not taken any more. And he's, he's just going to let everybody in his, in his wake have it. But uh, there, there are a lot of other movies, you know, as well, where, you know, people, people have had enough. You know, I, I think you can even uh, in some way classify the first, uh, you know, John Wick in that way, you know? I mean, a little, a little over the top, but who, I mean, I love dogs, so I'd probably kill somebody if they killed my dog um, and stole my, and wrecked my beautiful car. Um, but that's another good one too, where people have, uh, you know, you know, John Wick, you know, he, he had enough of the the arrogant Russian uh, mobster son. Uh, what's his name? Alfie. <laughs> this is a real name. Uh, the 
I don't know. Uh, I'm gonna look it up now. He's he's got he's got two he's got two A's. He's like Air Aronson, Alpi Aronson. I don't know. Um, but yeah, so there's some really great movies out there that uh, we're just you know, hey, people have had enough and they're uh, not gonna take it anymore. I just wonder if you guys, uh, yeah, Alfie Allen. That's his real name. Um, Alfie. He's not gonna take any. He's not gonna take any more shit, and uh, and he doesn't. He kills everybody. <laughs> Love it. So, yeah, it's 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 it's, it's funny because I was actually thinking thinking about it. Like, legitimately, it's kind of a, the main. If if you're taking it pretty like, you know, wide open as far as just a man or a woman. A lot of time in action films, let's face it, it's a man. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, you know, uh, a lot of times it's a du- normal guy who sort of has breaking point or is forced into doing things. Even if like, even though you could say like Die Hard, uh, you know, he's not he's a cop but he's you know one he's not even acting in official police of duty in the film but he's kind of an average guy and he's sort of anyways but the way i took this tonight was to be just like average people who lose their shit and take it mm-hmm. kind of like not necessarily go over the edge per se but sort of take the law in their own hands um and this touches upon one of my favorite Subgenres of the action film, the vigilante film, um, and when I say vigilante films, I don't, I mean not like Batman vigilante, but movies like um, uh, Rolling Thunder, which I'll talk about, and uh, The Exterminator, uh, or uh, Robert Forrester's uh, The Vigilante, which is one of my favorite movies ever. Um, so, but there's a lot of those. There's a lot of um, uh, guy, you know, guy loses like. It's had enough and he can't take no more and takes the law into his own hands. Um, I will say one of the most important of all of those films, one of the most uh, resonant and had the biggest impact would be First Blood, the first Rambo film. Um, Good call. Yeah, man. Just he's just at this point, he's a former soldier just trying to live his own life and just through a series of you know, unfortunate circumstances. He's pushed over the edge and then basically starts a war against the, you know, the law enforcement of the small town. And, you know, a lot of it has to do with, you know, uh, there's a political message in there, which is a lot, there's a lot, I mean, if you're talking about falling down, there's a lot of political messages in there, but which there's always, there's going to be a little bit of that. Sometimes they're reactionary, very like hard right wing stances, but some of them um, are a little bit more ambiguous, but definitely with uh, first blood, you know, um, the book was very much uh, critical of um, how we looked at Vietnam vets and everything. We've talked about that in this podcast before, um, but the movie was more of like just more of like almost you know sort of embracing uh, uh, you know glorifying the violence kind of thing, and you know uh, he's still a sympathetic, sympathetic character, but he's not as portrayed as like an insane guy the way he is in the book he's like in the book he's very much a sufferer of ptsd and stuff there's an element of that in in first blood the movie but in that he's more of like an anti-hero which that's ultimately the whether it's falling down or um if you want to talk about i I don't necessarily see fight club there's fight club has too many layers to be a traditional you know guy who's had enough but there's obviously that element to it but um you know characters like those are you know, they're anti-heroes. They're not your traditional, the guy who's morally just and right. It's a guy who's 
who who thinks everybody else is sort of a piece of shit and sort of decides to take the law into his own hand. So it's a little bit more morally ambiguous and a little bit darker, uh, which I enjoy. And I think, you know, a great a great example of that recently as far as um, uh, a person who's pushed back past his breaking point would be like the Joker, uh, the Todd Phillips Joker, because he's just, just a normal guy who gets pushed over the edge. Now, mind you, he is a lunatic to begin with, so there is a little bit different of that. But yeah, the, I would definitely say, uh, you know, there's a lot of films in this breath. It's a really interesting topic just because of how many huge and interesting films are basically in this little, you know, even down to like movies like Network, uh, which is, you know, even this line is, I'm mad, so I'm not going to take it anymore. That's about it's not an action film, but it's definitely about a guy who's just, he's had enough of bullshit and he kind of like loses it a little bit. So it's a very interesting topic. Yeah, no, I totally agree. I, I you know, I thought of fight club too. Cause I was like, well, you know, yeah, I mean, you have Edward Norton's character who gets pushed around a lot. He's got this Tyler Durden character that, but you know, so I mean, spoiler, it's him. Um, yeah. But you know, yeah. And then there are other movies like that. You know, I was thinking the movie, you know, wanted with James McAvoy and, uh, you know what's really funny about that is like my favorite scene in that whole movie is uh when he's when he's in the office building and he uh is getting yelled at his, his boss is snapping the stapler at him he's like having a panic attack and uh he just he just you know snaps me like lays into her like his face is beat red and then as he's leaving he takes his uh keyboard and he smashes it across chris pratt's face and I was like, well, even though there's other underlying, like, to your point, uh, James, there's, like, other underlying layers, like, that's that's the type of thing that, you know, stuck out at me. It was like, man, that, he's not taking anybody's shit anymore. Not this yeah, girl, yeah. Or that's right. Like, man, just, I, I just even love the keys that they spell out, fuck you, uh, which, is, which is always pretty funny. But, yeah, there's some really uh, great movies that are that are out there. Would you, uh, would you classify, asking, like, more... Like, would you classify like uh, Death Wish or like Dirty Harry? Like, uh, in, in Dirty those Harry are... is pushing it because he's that's more. He's still definitely a cop doing cop shit, yeah. but he's just he's a cop who you know uh, does his own thing. You know, like uh, sort of uh, goes a little too far. But I would say Death Wish is a quintessential man who's had enough. That's a normal guy who's just tired of the, the, the violence and the corruption and just the, the, how, you know, at that point, how, uh, crime written, you know, the city is and obviously suffers some personal tragedies, but, uh, yeah, that's quintessential man. Who's, uh, taken the law into his own hand. I mean, uh, you know, uh, Paul Kersey is probably in American cinema, history probably one of the most iconic anti-heroes because you know we root for him and we want to see him blow away the scumbags but he's not i mean that's that goes again it flies in the face of everything we we should believe in as far as the you know uh the constitution and you know uh right and wrong but there's a visceral like we all get it like with paul kersey especially in the original um we all can sympathize. If, if one of our loved ones was hurt and, you know, assaulted the way, you know, you know, Paul Kersey's are, especially through the, I mean, that dude, don't date that guy. Don't. Yeah. If you're a woman, that guy's oh, yeah. like, get yeah. everybody, yeah, everybody, everybody dies. Everybody dies. But, uh, we could totally, as an audience, even though, you know, in real life, we might know it's wrong in that in the f- setting of a film, we can live vicariously through him and be like, yeah, fucking kill him. Because, 
he's not a Superman. He's not Rambo, you know, by, uh, uh, by the, by, you know, um, you know, the second film, he's not, uh, you know, he's not Arnold Schwarzenegger. He's not a superhuman. He's a normal guy who just, just had enough. And, you know, that resonates with people. We can put ourselves into his shoes. So I would definitely say Paul Kersey and death wish is a quintessential, uh, version of the, you know, the man who's had enough kind of topic. Yeah, totally. I, there are so many, yeah, I mean, there's so many goods. And to your point, like, I think it's, it's super relatable, right? Like, everybody's had that. Like, if they put themselves in that shoes, like, what would I do if I was in that scenario? Like, what would I do if that was my family? Or, or had, like, that terrible luck, like, bestowed upon me? Like, would I, like, you know, what I try to uh, take it in, in my own hands, you know? Um, and that's what I was mentioning earlier, like, the, the movie Super. It's just a very interesting take on a... Uh, on a guy who's who's had enough, um, you know, and, and thank you for asking about it. Basically, Rain Wilson plays this guy who, you know, his wife leaves him, and uh, and not only does she leave him, but she leaves him to go, you know, fuck around with this uh, this gangster, and um, you know, it's Kevin Bacon's character, and you know, it's just uh, Rain Wilson's so slighted by this, like can't get over it. He's just, you know, like so desperately trying to win her back. He almost like believes that that like in a way that she's in peril and uh, decides to like take it upon himself. And of course, like it has Ellen page kind of from, you know, her post, you know, phase where like she believes in him and like wants to be his, his sidekick. It doesn't end well for her. I'll tell her that much, but um, this is probably the, my favorite scene in the whole movie. I was like, wow, that happened so quickly. Um, but yeah, man, he just, he has this, you know, his suit and he, he walks around with a huge, you know, huge wrench and, and man, he just, he kicks ass, but his whole thing is to get back this woman who, like, probably is not very deserving of his love or affection at all. Uh, but just takes it upon himself. He's just a guy who would who would reach his limit, um, and he takes it upon him in a very like superhero like fashion. And he's not really like a, it's not really truly a superhero. He just thinks he's like fighting the good fight uh, for for humanity. And so I think that's like there's a difference. Like in some of these like falling down is a, is a guy who very clearly breaks and is doing a lot of that stuff that is terrible. Like regardless, and then you have to your point, James, like you have your, your Paul Kersey's and, and you know, your, for, you know, death wish and super things like that, where people have, they're, they're not only like they, they have had enough, but they're like, they're fighting the bad guy in a lot of ways or taking down the, the crime and, uh, and making it a little bit more relatable. We wouldn't see those people as like doing bad things or if they're doing bad things, we, we justify it by like they've had enough and they're they're not gonna they're not gonna take it anymore. We're not gonna take it. Not take it. <laughs> Can't help yeah. it every time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, should, so should something else. <laughs> no. So, I, what I would say is makes these films like stand out from other action films is it's usually there's an element that. For a lot of these movies, it's not necessarily like um, a guy's going to save, uh, you know, he's, it's not like I've got to save my girlfriend or uh, uh, I have to do something heroic. It's usually either spurned by vengeance, revenge, like a darker motive, or literally dudes have just snapped. Uh, Taxi Driver, um, in the same realm as the Joker, is obviously. Uh, Oh God, I'm blanking on Robert De Niro's character, and he's one of the most famous. Uh, uh, oh, uh, God, uh, wait, wait. Travis. Uh, Travis Bickle. 
Yeah, Travis Bickle. Bickle. So Travis Bickle, obviously, he's a, he's deranged from the beginning, but he's starting to unravel in that movie. And and again, he's 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 in his eyes, he's he's tired of the corruption, the dirtiness, the scumbags, the pimps, and the pushers and stuff. Still, I for the ever like the term skunk pussies, uh, which is in the <laughs> opening, literally the first five minutes of the movie. Uh, I've never heard that term. Uh, it's it's poetry. Um, but uh, you know, he he sees himself as a good guy. Um, but you know, he feels like he's doing what's right. But obviously, he's a lunatic who uh, he's basically he's snapped. He's broken. Um, even though at the end, like I said, he thinks he's he's he thinks that he's you know a, the savior of um, of. Uh, Good lord. Uh, Jodie Foster's character. I would yeah. keep wanting to call her Clarice. Uh, Jodie Foster, <laughs> you know, he's, he thinks that he's her savior and stuff when he, in fact, he's just a fucking maniac. But, um, uh, but that, I would say that's a definitely a quintessential guy who's had, you know, gone through his breaking point. I mentioned, it, I mentioned it earlier, but like, um, and I, I would love to discuss this movie more. You know, it, you know, it's, it's, well deserving of an entire uh, uh, podcast of its own, but um, the movie Rolling Thunder, which I believe, I mean, you know, that's Rolling Thunder is the name of Tarantino's production company um, because of this movie. It's one of his favorite movies. Um, it is, I would say, probably of all of the uh, those kind of vigilante, um, you know, sort of action thrillers of the 70s i would say this is probably the best uh it's written by paul schrader um and you know and it was based off of a story he wrote um uh and it stars um tommy lee jones and willem devane uh willem devane is he's he's he plays the titular character like they're the the kid the, the titular it's not his name's not in them but he plays the main character in this is this guy who comes back from uh the vietnam war and um has some horror i won't go into it so i don't want to spoiler alert but he does have a hook hand in, on the poster and that will play into something that basically happens to him um but it's basically uh a man it's it's one of the first of the a guy who's just f- says like fuck it all of the the crime and all of the disease and like all of the violence he's had enough and he's gonna basically take the law into his own hands and it's a first off William Devane and and he's been in a ton of things but he's not really known to be like uh one like a star star he's usually a character actor plays side characters um uh and he's never really been like a like an action hero-y kind of dude um uh, but in this, he's he's the main the the heavy he's like the main character, the protagonist, and he's fucking great in it. Um, like he's perfectly cast. Tommy Jones is really great in it too. Um, you just got a hook for a hand. I mean, you can't can't go wrong with that. No, uh, and he puts it to some use. But yeah, it's a fucking great movie. I mean, um, you know, Paul Schrader at this point was just on fire. Everything he was doing was, was interesting. And that Paul Schrader has his own issues. He, he makes these rates, these characters so believable because he himself is kind of a fucked up human being and he has some ugliness to him and, you know, has a very, uh, uh, you know, he had anger. He, I mean, self admittedly, he had a lot of anger issues. So that's why he wrote these movies so well. Um, but you know, it's a great movie. I think if you haven't seen it, it's, 
amazing. Um, I I know there's been a few Blu-ray releases. I, I'm pretty sure uh, Shout Factory put out one. Um, I, I think that's the one I have is from Shout Factory, but it's there. It's just a phenomenal movie. Um, weirdly, though, too, Tommy Lee Jones, um, who plays sort of uh, uh, the the so, uh, supporting you know character in this, um, he's in his own movie called The Park Is Mine, which is a very similar kind of thing to like First Blood or even this movie where he's a former you know Vietnam vet who comes to you know comes back from the war and feels like you know the you know we don't respect vets enough and we sort of walk on vets and he basically loses his shit and basically commandeers uh golden gate park or, or not golden gate park uh, C- uh central park and basically like defends it as if it's his and won't let people in and there's like this relationship with a cop in it and stuff but it's also a really great movie about a character who sort of sees himself as morally justified um to to like acts of violence or to you know to uh fight the man and stuff he the character's damaged and has his own like shit he's you know working on but uh i this the 70s man there's so many great this is the 70s and early 80s were perfect for these kind of movies um uh you know these sort of allegories for the war and for broken lost men like in the loss of identity once you've come home from the war. So anyways, that, there's a few right there I wanted to talk about. Uh, yeah. Well, unrelated he... note, uh, well, related, unrelated note to Rolling Thunder, also a badass video game, one of my all-time favorite <laughs> video games ever in the arcade and on the NES. That's all. <laughs> not related, but yes. Yeah, not related <laughs> whatsoever. Yeah, but, but yeah, thank you. You know, it's a really good uh, um, a movie that, that I, I watched you know, maybe a couple of years ago, but um, what was also really good in its vein was uh, the Michael Caine movie, Harry Brown. Uh, um, Harry Brown is fantastic. Yeah. I, I haven't seen the original, but um, I, I did like the, the Michael Caine remake and, you know, whole, the whole story about it. And, and this is obviously like, you know, he, he's literally, uh, Jim Robin is his, uh, his partner's friend. I uh, gets killed when, you know, gangs of gangs of London and the trash, and you know, it's uh, it's Michael Caine kind of dispensing his own form of like this is his only friend, it's his trusted ally, you know, kind of taking revenge on the you know, the mean streets of London and, and these London gangs. And uh, I don't know, it's kind of cool because it's, it's kind of like a combination of like uh, grumpy old men, uh, <laughs> meets, meets Death Wish. So I, I thought that was really cool, uh, probably not necessarily in the vein, but I, I was. Take it as like a, a guy who, who snaps his uh, it's observing a report, um, and it, it's not quite the same. So I, I will openly admit that it's not quite the same. But um, I, I do love the scene in that movie where he, he takes on Ray Liotta and uh, and all the cops in the mall, and uh, just just kicks the shit out of him because he just he'd had enough. Like he he'd snapped at this point. Um, so uh, I like that movie. By the way, I was thinking when I said the original, I was thinking of the original Get Carter, the oh okay, non Stallone Get Carter, uh, which is Michael Caine. But Harry Brown, you're right. Harry Brown is really is great. In fact, there's all these like movies like in that around that same time frame, like of old guys kicking ass, kind of uh, uh, like Sexy Beast and all these movies that I was a big fan of it. And it's weird because it's sort of that's sort of carried over to now because a lot of our action stars of these days are you know, in their fifties, uh, like 
the John Wicks, the Takens, they're all like guys that literally in their fifties or older. So that's an interesting uh, take on the on modern action films. Um, I mean, there's we. I mean, literally, we could talk about this. Uh, uh, you know, for a the, the, like I said, there's so many films. One weird one I want to talk about is um, uh, Ichi the Killer. Um, oh yeah, good call out. Uh, and there is so each killer is based off of a manga um and the manga so the each of the killers like sort of later in the story um i'm trying to think of it's the name of the the like uh god damn what is it called hold on one second thank god for the internet i can look shit up um Or if you had a better producer, maybe he would uh, actually be on his shit and looking stuff up. I do apologize. Uh, you know, it's it's fine. Um, I forgot the name, anyways. But there's uh, hold on. I'm gonna. There's also editing. We could also do editing to to yeah. uh, remove. Yeah. Hey, we'll know, fix why, it in post. looking that up? Whoever punched the shit out of Rick Moranis, you're an asshole. Oh yeah, 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 this yeah. person. Yeah. yeah, you were the you were the worst human being on the planet. To 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 punch Rick Moranis. What I mean, well, you could punch anybody else in the whole wide world, and you pin punch Rick probably Moranis. one of the nicest guys in Hollywood. Best guy, you know. And uh, what were you hoping to achieve? Are you mad that he's, he he didn't sign on to be Ghostbusters yeah. Afterlife? Is that what you're pissed about? Like, <laughs> you know, are you mad about that? Or like maybe like you know he wasn't in Spaceballs too. <laughs> Did they have made it yet? I don't know what you're mad about, but you're, you know, fuck you. You're did a terrible we, human being. Did you find it, Jimothy? Do I need to delay? It's it's more? got a it's got a number in the title. I don't know why I'm having a problem finding it, but anyways, but yeah, I mean, basically, like, it's a very weird story about a dude who's like this, uh, this nebbish, uh, uh, nerdy, like, super neurotic dude, uh, but who just uh unbelievably like he he's just gifted at killing and he also sexually gets off on it and then you know but it's you know there's a weird element of like this guy who doesn't want to be doing what he's doing but uh through the circumstances of uh of the insane story and the the source material is crazy and of course if you're if the film adaptation is going to be done by takashi Miike then you know this shit's going to be bananas. We should talk about each of the uh, each of the killers just on a, its own episode as well. But, uh, yes. but there's an element of like this dude is just having to kill people uh, because he's being forced to because he just happens to be fucking really good at it, even though it's like he's this you know uh, this like everyman kind of guy. And uh, but anyways, this is a if you never seen each of the killer too, what a bananas ass movie uh, that is. I'm, I don't know what it, the each of the killers great the sequel, which is a the sequel it's like the second movie they made but it's actually a prequel to each of the killer um it's not a great movie but it kind of gives the backstory of 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 the character and stuff so uh um doesn't have like everybody knows each of the killer for i was his name Gigi, whatever the um the dude with like the snake mouth where his his face is split down his cheeks and they he closes it with like some piercings but then he can like open his mouth super wide it's a I'm telling you, man, the Japanese dude, they, they know what they're doing. Um, <laughs> Kakahari. Uh, yeah, so it's, yeah, his name, uh, Kaka, Kaka, Kakihara, which is the, the, you see the movie Ichi the Killer. Ichi the Killer is not the guy who's always on the uh, the uh, posters. It's this, uh, Ichi the Killer is like this weird, like, 
skinny, like dork, dorky looking dude who wears like an all black leather suit. But the guy who's yeah. on the posters is this guy Takihara, who's like just this bad. He looks like the baddest ass dude. I remember when I I didn't know what it was when I bought it at some like convention, like some bootleg or whatever from a convention like twenty years ago. But I just saw the cover. I was like, I need to see this movie. And the guy who was at the booth was like, You definitely need to see that movie. And uh, I never regretted it since. But uh, it's just a, it's again it's a weird version of this guy who's basically forced to do violence or do these things, even though he doesn't want to. And, but it's just a very weird take on that concept. All right. We definitely need to dig into that. Uh, each is a killer kind of mythos. Like, uh, like at some point we will dedicate a whole episode to that. Cause there's so much to unpack with that, with that yes. movie. Well, what about, okay. And I, I was kind of thinking, cause I knew y'all were going to take, uh, you know, the, uh, the obvious movies, um, and of course, like the uh, hidden gems, as uh, Jimothy did go through right now. Uh, but what about and and, and I, of course, I'm, I'm seeking approval. Uh, not that I have daddy issues or anything, but I'm, I'm just curious. <laughs> I was thinking, and I was just kind of thinking and thinking. Uh, you know, uh, what about Rocky Three? Uh, and, and, and if you really think about it, right, the guy has it all. He's 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 beating you know people left and right. You know, and then all of a sudden. Uh, you know, Clubber Lang kicks his ass and he's just down and he's like, oh, I, I can't do it anymore. Like, I won't be able to, uh, I won't be able to, uh, to beat this guy. I can't beat him. And it, it takes, uh, you know, uh, Apollo to, to really pick him back up to where he has enough, like enough's enough. And, and, and Adrian helps him out of there. Uh oh. Uh, but yeah, you know, what, what do you think about that, Jimothy? It, 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 does that fall in that category or no? Uh, I mean, I mean, you could, you could, I, I definitely wouldn't have thought like, it wouldn't have been the one that came to mind, but I can sort of see what you're saying. Like, okay. so I'm not, you know, I, you know, I'm useful. Yeah. Yeah. Slightly, slightly, val- <laughs> slightly validated on there. You're slightly validated. Adjacent. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Vig- vigilante adjacent. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, that was a great conversation, guys. You know, um, they're really relatable movies. I mean, not not in the sense to where we're going to, you know, lose our shit and, you know, and go all postal on everybody. But it just, like, we always get to those moments in life to where we're just like, I can't take it. This is enough is enough, and it's time for a change, you know? Look, man, put me into traffic, and uh, I literally half of my thoughts when I'm in traffic are the thoughts of a supervillain. <laughs> I'm like, if I wish I had the power to just take teleport all of these cars and teleport them to the bottom of the ocean. And, you know, it's ah. a vile thought, but that's the thoughts that I think about when I'm in stuck in traffic. <laughs> Not even like, I wish I could just shrink them all down to like microscopic size and then just drive forward and then untrick nope. them. No, I want nope. them to die. Oh my god. How dare they be driving ah. at the same time as me? <laughs> yeah. No, well, I, I mean, you know, I yeah, I mean, you're from you're from California, man. You live it you live in Texas, so uh that is probably a thought that happens very often. Maybe not these days because we're not going anywhere, but exactly. um yeah, there there yeah, there's uh there have been plenty of times where I've been on the ten and uh yeah, have wanted to murder people. So <laughs> that's the first time I've ever heard anyone refer to it in Texas as the ten. That's funny, but you know, uh, you know, we really do appreciate you listening to us today. It was a great conversation. Uh, if you haven't done so already, please give us a follow on on Spotify. 
And, uh, you know, don't don't forget to uh, subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts if you're an iOS user. And give us a five-star review if you enjoyed the show. Even if you did enjoy the show, just do it because I'm asking you to. It really helps out the show. You can Come also... On. You know you want to. Yeah, we do know you want to. Uh, go and do it. Do it. Do it now. Uh, but, yeah, so also we are on social media. Uh, what movies did we leave out? Uh... You know, are there any any kind of uh, Breaking Point movies? I watch. I did watch Point Break yesterday. God damn, that's an amazing movie. I know we talked about it last week, uh, but it's on Hulu now. I love that movie so much. And like <sighs> Patrick boy. Swayze, mwah, just just ah, rest in peace, good dude. Uh, but yeah, follow us on the social medias. We have a Twitter and we have an Instagram. It's at uh, Tank Rod Pod. It's T A N K R O D P O D. You can use the hashtag. Uh, going commando and uh, let us know what you think uh, but yeah no, um, I'm uh, Tank Rodriguez do y'all have any uh, last sentiments guys before we go uh, no but the the uh, other movie is called One Ichi and it's terrible but uh, it's sort of the background of the character Ichi gotcha okay well thanks okay. for the update there sir well I'm Tank Rodriguez and for Dirty Derek and Jimothy James Dean oh, actually you know what who's going to close us out today guys uh, Derek did it last time, so no, I, I did will it last say... time. You go and do it, James. All right, so you I'm do. changing it up this time. All right, uh, uh, you know, we, it's always for you, Keanu, but this time, this one is for you. After being punched in the head, Rick Moranis, this one's for you. This one's for yeah. you, Rick This one's for the Moranis. This one is for yeah. the Moranis. And if you and if you do see that guy that punch Rick Moranis in the face and you know him, kick him in the dick. Actually, go, go straight up, fucking death wish on that fool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kick him in the dick and then give him the death. Yeah. You've been listening That's to what Go you get. <laughs> You've been listening to Go Commando. We'll see you on the next one, guys. Peace. 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 Peace.